Wonderful Thursday evening in Clearwater, Florida. I'm Mama Mac. And with me is my co-host, the amazing, the incomparable, the wise, the, I don't know what else, Dr. Angel Falzoni. There you are in your chair, just where you're supposed to be. How are you tonight? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> excited about this show. Very excited about this show. And you know what? I'm a little excited that it's getting a little warmer outside. Yes. Yes. We've had some cold days, but some beautiful day today. So if you're listening in some other state where you are suffering from the cold and you are knee deep in snow, we're sorry for you. It is great here. You should come and join us down here. It is absolutely beautiful. We started a little kind of mini-series last week, Dr. Falzoni, about being satisfied with our lives, a life satisfaction, uh, living the satisfied life, I guess is really the way it is. And, you know, on Go Yard, the show is all about hitting a home run in life and not striking out, you know, and really making the best of our lives while we're here on this earth and accomplishing what we want to accomplish, setting goals, getting there, arriving there, you know? Very much so. Yeah. And so last week we started talking about uh, these different domains. And, you know, at this Christmas season, New Year's, we're almost ready to go into a new year. It's a great time to talk about change, don't you think? It is a great time to talk about change because a lot of people equate the new year with resolutions and new goals and new change. And what happens is they start strong. They're good for a couple weeks, maybe a month, maybe two. And then it's. I don't it's think gone. most people last a month, frankly. Some do. You know, <laughs> Some do. If you go okay. to the gym, and the first That's month right. is always the busiest. It is the busiest. January's crazy at the gym. And All they right. always joke because, oh, by February, it's going to be empty in here again. Right. Well, last week, we started talking about this life satisfaction survey that you have written, Dr. Falzoni, and it has different domains. We talked about some last week, and tonight we're going to talk about a couple more. And these things are really critical to going into this new year in a better way or more positive way than perhaps maybe you have it before. Well, and the reason why it's kind of it's a holistic approach in living the satisfied life. And I was just talking to some coworkers about this today is, you know, a lot of us equate the satisfied life with getting whatever it is we feel like we're missing. Right. If we're struggling financially, we think if we hit the lottery or had this great job, but we would be satisfied all of a sudden. Right. Or if we don't have a relationship and we get this perfect relationship, we're going to be all satisfied and our lives are going to be great. And the problem is, is nothing on the outside can make us satisfied. That's right. Satisfaction comes from within. Mm-hmm. Things change on the outside all the time. They go and come. But our core satisfaction is coming from within all of these parts of the domains of our life and having them in balance. Right. Absolutely. And we are soon going to have this survey up on our GoYard2014.org website. And we're working on that. And we will get these up there so that you can actually take this quiz yourselves and answer these questions and see where where you are and where are some areas maybe that you need to work on, too. Yeah, it's a great tool to help you self-assess what's going on, what areas are strong so that we we know what's going well and what areas we might need to give a little extra boost to help increase our satisfaction. Right. And we're going to have a very special Christmas show next week. Next Thursday night is Christmas Day, and uh, we will definitely have a show, and we will on New Year's Day as we did on Thanksgiving. So those holidays just happened to all hit on Thursday this year, right? I know. It's kind of cool. It's the <laughs> holiday holiday year on Thursday night. So we will have special shows. So a great don't, don't forget to tune in next week or listen later on our website, which you can do. Um, okay, let's talk about this tonight. Uh, living a satisfied life, we want to start tonight talking about interpersonal relationships, because I believe that this is an area that causes a lot of pain in our lives, but it also can cause and bring a tremendous amount of joy and fulfillment in our lives. It can be. It can be the best. It can be the worst and everything in between. And these relationships are interpersonal relationships. The ones that we have with our friends, the our family, our, our support system. Right. 
And sometimes when they're unhealthy, it can really drag us to the mud inside ourselves. It can cause us to be really depressed, feeling like we're worthless, feeling like we have no power and control. Right. And when they're going really healthy, it helps to make us feel more content because we're feeling that interconnectedness. Absolutely. And we want to hear from you tonight during the show as we talk about these these important areas of our lives. You can text directly to my phone right here, 727-417-0707, or you can call in 727-441-3000, and our engineer Chris will answer the phone, and he'll ask for your name and where you're from, and he's always excited to answer the phone, keeps him busy, gives him something to do. So that is 727-441-3000 if you want to call in, if you want to text 727 727- Four one seven zero seven zero seven. So we want to hear from you. First question, Doctor: Do most people have a lot of friends in their lives? Well, that's a generalization kind it of is. question. That so is, I don't general. like that. I, okay, all right. But I'm going to back it up because right. I think interpersonal relationships are extremely important. Okay, we were created to be in relationship with each other. Right. You know, one human wasn't created. God created Adam and And Eve. Eve. Right. And relationships started from the very beginning. And so that's one of our core needs inside ourselves is to be in relationship. So there are people out there that might say, I don't need anybody. I'm sick of people. I'm tired of having problems with family or you know, friends or coworkers. I just, I just want to go life alone. You know, there are some like that that feel that way, doctor. There are some, and there are some definitely that feel that way. And there are some reasons that people might feel that way because there are some mental illnesses where people struggle with interpersonal relationships. Right. Um, and some people may have just been so hurt and so crushed that it's easier to pull away and build that wall around them, at least in their head. But it hurts their physical health. Yes. And it hurts other yes. areas of their life when we are not connecting with other people. So we need each other. We do. Um, people sometimes isolate and they get over there in their little corner. And it's it's harder to think clearly, I believe, when you don't have any kind of feedback from anybody else in your life. And we may have some listeners tonight that are listening that saying, well, I'm one of those. I don't even hardly go out my out." inside my house you know there are some people like that there's a lot of people like that and and it's when you get in that situation you get what I call tunnel vision okay because all you can see what's in your small world right so you're not getting influences from others you're not getting a different perspective from others you're not getting feedback from others and that can definitely um, damage the way we relate and see other things in our world because sometimes our close family, friends, people around us can say, wait a minute, you know, that's not a good attitude for you to have. You need to let go of that. Or you need to think differently about that situation that just happened. I didn't see it like you saw it. Whatever. Feedback. Feedback's important, but when you're in your own world and you're tunneling into yourself, who are you thinking about? Yourself. I, I, I. (laughs) So everything becomes about I. Right. And it can get you really messed up. It really can. It really can. So uh, just as a caution to our audience tonight, if you are one of those, listen carefully to this show because there are ways to relate with others in healthy, positive ways. And we're going to talk about that tonight, especially at the Christmas uh, holiday season when we will have interactions with our family, friends, coworkers, holiday parties, whatever that might be. We have a lot of interaction this time of year, and it can dredge up a lot of painful things that have happened and occurred through the years. And it can, you know, the resentments that we might be harboring or feeling, it can definitely dredge it up. And it's a good thing that it dredges it up because it gives you the opportunity to see that this is something I have going on and negative in me. And it can give us, as we move into the new year and work on forgiveness, this will be a great, you know, trigger for where you need to begin with that. Right. So it's a healthy thing to have people in your life, especially people maybe that have been in your life for many, many years. Isn't that a good thing? Longevity of Longevity. relationship is very yes. important because those are the people who have gone around the seasons with you. Right. They, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly, the growth, you know, <laughs> and, and that, that longevity creates a stronger bond and the right. trust and the maturity of that relationship grows together. 
And if it's a person you really trust, they can give you healthy feedback when it's some area of your life you're struggling with, or let's say somebody criticizes you in an area and, and you have somebody that's been, you know, with you in your life for a real long time, you can ask their, their opinion. You sure. can get some healthy feedback there. Well, with longevity goes depth. Relationships okay. grow good. deeper with longevity. And the problem I see a lot of people, they have a lot of relationships, but they're quick come and go. And they're here and there right. a few months, a few years, and they're moving on. And there is a place to have a few of those, but we really need some core depth, deep relationships and some of that longevity. And those are relationships that weather the storms of life. That, they do. That maybe you don't always agree on everything. You don't have to always agree on everything. If you agree on everything, There's I'm going to worry. Wrong. Yeah. yeah, because that means you're just, your friend is just a yes person. Yes, yes, that's right. Yes, you did it right. So it's okay to have somebody give you some healthy, I don't want to use the word criticism, but uh, feedback. Uh, what's another word for it? Um, it's just having that person there that you can share your life with that you can trust that you have grown with and having that friend right it could be a sibling it could be was having those people in your life that's important i mean there's a joke around that you know friends last longer than marriages and that happens sometimes <laughs> you know when a friend doesn't like who her friend's married well i was here before you i'll be here after you right <laughs> There's some truth to that. There is some truth to that. But the importance is, is that relationship grows deeper and it teaches you that there's going to be conflict. Right. I don't care what relationship you're in. There needs to be conflict because that's healthy. It's healthy. And it helps you to to learn to resolve conflict in that relationship and to move forward and and to grow those bonds. Right. So if you don't have a friend that you've had for a long term, it's time to start looking for some quality friends. And you don't need a lot. You just need a few. Yeah. But people you can trust, people that you can be uh, yourself with and you can be open and honest about things in your life and not sugarcoat it and no. give it the best spin always, you know? Absolutely. We need to give them some grace. They're human and make mistakes. No one's perfect. And I'm not perfect. And I can't expect my person I'm in relationships with to be perfect. Right. So if we kind of can come in and look for quality friend, right? a quality friend is better than 15 surface friends. Absolutely. Um, One of the questions you have on this survey says, do you feel you have adequate time for building and maintaining interpersonal relationships? I would think some of our audience might be going, nope, that's why I don't have them because I don't have any time. You want to comment on that, doctor? Well, here's the thing. What We have time for what's important to us. Oh, oh! now wait a minute. Ah, I got to get my bell. You want to say that again? Because that is so true. Say it one more time. We have time for what's important to us. There you go. So if we, we make don't time, have don't the we? time, mm-hmm. it's not important to us. So maybe we need to look at some priorities. There you changing go. Changing them. And Giving our relationships time to grow, the conversations on the phone, doing activities together. If there's distance, Skyping is so wonderful. Skype is great. Um, There's a lot of things you can do. Um, My sister and I live, I don't know, 12 hours apart by car, I can tell you that. Okay. And we will get on the phone, and she'll be on her computer, and I'm on my computer, and we're shopping together. Oh, wow. We'll go to Walmart and Target, and we're online just shopping for gifts together. Oh, wow. Well, and that's building our relationship. Yes. So there are very creative things you can do. You don't have to spend a lot of money. I got to see um, France last year by Skype. Oh, how cool. Uh, my youngest son, Mark, was teaching. Uh, he's a law professor. He was teaching over there, and he had just gotten married. And so we were we communicated by Skype. It was so cool. And I, several times, he would take the computer out the their bedroom window and point it down the street and say, here, look at this, look at this, this is this. It was really interesting. I mean, technology today is really kind of fun. I mean, it really is. It can is. be really great, and it can be a great tool to help us connect, and then it can be a great tool to pull us apart. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So let's work on building those interpersonal relationships. And it does take time. And we acknowledge it takes some time and effort. So that's kind of cool that you and your sister can shop at Walmart together on your phone and on your computer. Pretty cool. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do a lot of uh, little activities. You're right. You can we go. We were been we were trying to get together for New Year's and um, the week of New Year's and go to a cabin. And we've been shopping for looking for cabins together and looking oh, at wow. all the pictures together. And so oh, that's cool. You know, those are some of the things that you can do. And it's 
it's just giving that relationship time. And, and you got to stay engaged with that relationship. I've got friends that sometimes I don't get to see them more than maybe once a year or mm-hmm. whatever. I was at a party the other night for my old office where I used to work as a realtor. And so many conversations came up and we were talking and it was like we had not even missed a beat. It was so cool. The friendship was just still very very solid you know with these people and i knew i could call them at any moment and they would could call me at any moment kind of cool with that bond you know and that's what i'm talking about with depth of a relationship yes okay because time can pass and that relationship is you're right just like it didn't miss a beat right and that's the depth but that takes effort you you agree with that doctor takes a lot it takes purposeful effort yes it takes spending time Mm -hmm. and realizing it's important to follow up with those people and see how they're doing whatever Facebook has helped that, I guess, in some people's lives. For me, I just don't take the time on Facebook, but a lot of people, that's how they keep up. And you can use those tools to help nurture right. relationships. Yes. Right. So, are you present and engaged? In, and that doesn't mean are you engaged to be married. We're talking about are you engaged in the pursuit of keeping friendships and relationships going. And that's important, that presence. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where technology can hurt relationships. Right. So we just talked about how it can be very helpful, and here's how it can be harmful. Because, you know, go out to dinner, and you'll see lots of families with their children, and they're all sitting at the table, and they're all on their cell phones. That just something different. plain drives me crazy. And I see it a lot. You, you know, Or a husband and wife sitting there, or we assume that's who they are. But, you know, and they're sitting there on their phones and talking to other people. I... I Mm. And when yeah. you're not engaged and present, you're really not there. Your body's there, but you're not there, and you're not right. connecting. So that's not quality time. Right. It's one thing if you have to text for a, a work situation or whatever. It's another thing just chatting with friends when you're sitting across from your and spouse you know, and or And you can a do friend. things to protect that. Like when I meet with my friend and we're meeting up for coffee, I, I turn my phone down and go. the only person that's getting through is one of my children in an emergency. Otherwise, right. I don't need to be with anybody else. I need to be with my friend. And there you go. That's a great tip and a great thing that, that we need to start practicing better and, and, protect and protecting those. those. And protect having um, in our house, you can't bring electronics to the dinner table. We have a no electronics rule. Wow. So when we eat dinner, we're present and engaged for that 30 minutes. That's great. Together as a family. Wow. You know, we're going to the cabin. Nobody can bring electronics. Ooh, cool. Yes, my kids are not happy (laughs) with me on that. Trust me. But I need them to be present and engaged with their family. Protect the relationship. Protecting those relationships. In football, we talk about protecting the football all the time. You know, just running down the... Just don't let somebody knock it out from under you. And I think a lot of times, doctor, people get in the midst of close relationships because... Of jealousy, and I want you to address that because it happens a lot in relationships. Oh, and that's really important for interpersonal relationships is to realize our relationship is is a two person thing. It's a dyad. It's two person, me and the person I'm in a relationship with. Right. And that person may be in relationships with people that I may or may not be in relationships. Right. Their outside relationships should have no impact on our dyad. And mm-hmm. what happens when it does? It can destroy the whole relationship. How? What do you mean? Give me an example. Well, a great example is, you know, you might be in a relationship with somebody and the one of the people they're in a relationship with may not like you for whatever reason. They may decide you, they don't oh, yeah. want to be with sure. you. So they convince the other mm-hmm. person, I'm sorry, but if you're going to be friends with me, you can't be friends with her. Right. And then they make that decision there to are drop some- you. That happens in families. Yes. That happens, you know, yeah. In the workplace. Yes, it, it happens does. in friendships. Right. And it grows. Or a couple's going through divorce and then oh, somebody then. picks one over the other and now we can't be friends with the other one. You know, that's, I've lived through that. So I can understand how that feels when you're the person that's been isolated and when somebody's coming at you in the grocery with, and they turn around and go the other way. That's happened to me. And, so I know. And there's it's, nothing it's you can do to resolve a conflict no. when somebody wants to walk out of a relationship right. because somebody else said they should. Right. <laughs> you, you, there's, no, there's no compromise. There's no conflict resolution. You can't fix that. They're allowing themselves to be controlled by that other person's anger or, or their jealousy. resentment and or a lot jealousy. Of times it's jealousy. It is jealousy. Jealousy you know? is so awful. I hate it. I mean, I honestly 
hate it. It's just one of those awful, awful things. Woo, we got a lot to talk about here in the next few minutes. I have a question. Yes, our engineer. And it, it, you know, you guys just started talking about it, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to see what their thought is on this. So the relationship aspect of it, um, you see a lot where a relationship ends and now what happens with the friends right exactly so i i think it's one of those things where most people operate under if the if i was friends with them and then introduced you to them then they're kind of my friends and so if we break up <laughs> You lose them. Yeah. (laughs) But that's sort of an immature approach and not really fair. So what is there a right way? Is there a wrong way? What do you do when you're dating someone? Right. And you break up and now they've spent so much time getting to know your friends and building good, great relationships with your friends. And now all of a sudden, what are they supposed to do? Just forget about it? Like, yeah. what, 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 what do you do? What? Who gets custody of the friends? Chris, yeah. thank you for That's asking that question. question. Go, doctor. It happens all the time, and that is a maturity issue. And really, we need to be able to be mature enough that our friends can be friends with people yes. that we may or may not choose to have in our life, and that's between them and there. And I can choose not to join events when that other person's there, but that's my choice. But we shouldn't expect them. Oh, you can't be their friend anymore. We broke up. That's, That's so immature. It's junior high. I mean, really, isn't it? It happens all the it time. It happens all the time. I will own up to it. Okay. I've, you know, and that the one of the reasons why I ask is because I see it happen all yes. the time. Yes. And I myself have physically done it. Okay. Thank you for being so honest. You know? Very much, yes. Chris, you're a sweetheart. And it does happen all the it time. It does happen all the time. So your advice, Dr. Falzoni, to the person who's caught in the middle well, caught, the person <laughs> caught in the middle, who you need to keep your relationships between the two people it's in. Okay. If you're the one who's feeling whatever that negative feeling is that's causing you to want to isolate somebody else, you need to work on what's happening. Maybe take a break from that relationship. Maybe choose not to engage in activities when that other person is there. But we, it's not fair to say you, you can no longer be around right. this person because I don't want to be, or I'm jealous. And jealousy is a, one of the feelings, pain and hurt. You know, when a relationship breaks up, there's those hurt feelings. Yes. And it feels like, oh, you're betraying me. You were my friends, and now yeah. you're hanging out with this other person. Let me, let me ask you a question or phrase it as a suggestion. I think that having lived through it myself, if when your friend, let's say, feels caught in the middle... If you would say something like, you know what, I'm not going to put you in the middle and I'm not going to sit here and tell you everything he did exactly, or she did. I'm not going to bring in the negative crap of the relationship that's between that person and me. I'm going to keep our relationship between us and not use you as my sounding board or my gossip place. You know what I'm saying? And that's a very mature and healthy approach to relationships is when we keep them between the two people and not bring in the outside drama or the intruders is what I call them. Okay. Because intruders damage relationships. Oh, they do. No matter how you slice it. Well, they hear, they hear, well, did you hear what she said? She went and, you know, and then they go and they tell, you know, five people, you know. So we've got a lot to talk about here. We do. Stay with us, gang, on Go Yard. professional service is what you will receive when you allow Marsha McAllister of Charles Rittenberg Realty to help find that perfect home or list your home for sale. With over 23 years of experience in the Tampa Bay area, you will enjoy a smooth transaction from start to finish. Call Marsha today at 727-417-0707. Now is a great time to buy or sell a home. Call Marsha McAllister at 727-417-0707. This is the Tan Talk Radio Network, AM 1340, WTAN. Satisfaction. I can get to know. Satisfaction. Cause I tried. And I tried. I 
that song. Well, that was awesome. <laughs> Engineer Chris is amazing. And uh, we never know what songs he's coming up with exactly. Now, that first one was your idea, Doctor, but that is really cool. Thanks, Chris, and thanks for your comments earlier. Uh, that was my radio commercial, and we welcome you to advertise on this show, either a product or a service. And you can do that by contacting me personally. Um, and the best way to do that is my cell phone that I keep giving out that number that we will allow you to text in in this segment of the show if you'd like. 727-417-0707. If you want more information on ad rates, go to our new website, goyard2014.org. And we are in the process of working on that website and getting our old shows on there. In the meantime, if you've missed shows, you can go to this radio station. Um, actually, come to think of it, it's still, we're, the, the guy's working on it, but it's still possible right now. Just go to goyard2014.org and go to radio broadcast and go down. There'll be a link and it'll take you to this radio station's podcast. And you can listen to every one of the shows that we've done so far. Soon they will have titles up there. So we are busy working, but we are also, both of us, Dr. Angel and I both have full-time jobs besides all this that we do on the radio, which we love, by the way, don't we, Doctor? Oh, very much love it. Very much love it. (laughs) Okay. We were talking, and we encourage you to comment during this half hour here. We welcome you to do that, 727-417-0707, or call in 727-441-3000. We were talking about how relationships can get so muddy when we use maybe our friends or our mother or someone i mean you know just people in our lives as a sounding board and it turns kind of sour you know and it does and the problem is is the person who gets in the middle is always the one who's going to end up really getting hurt because they get the blame and they become the scapegoat and so staying out of the middle we call it triangulation and counseling when we're trying relationship and it's just never explain why you call it that some of our listeners may not have caught that we're talking about a triangle that's three parts go ahead and it's three parts in a relationship is dyads two parts anytime we add the third part between two it it triangles it and then it becomes issues and conflict so be brave enough to go to your friend or your spouse or somebody whoever it is and say wait a minute i think we have an issue here we need to talk about and you know doctor that is hard for a lot of people to be brave enough to get it out there in the open whatever their hurt is or or their feelings about whatever the situation might be it's hard it's very hard but until we can be honest and open about it with the person that we need to be open and honest which is the only person who can change it it's never going to get better. I've had, never has the opportunity to get better. Absolutely. I've had situations with people and I've gone to them, let's say, and said, hey, I feel there's something wrong here between. No, no, everything's fine. And then you hear later down the pike that it wasn't fine at all. They just didn't have the guts to deal with it. And we see that. We see that in, um, you know, inter- intimate partnership relationships, marriages, um, where, you know, it's just, a lot of times it's the female, but I'm not going to generalize. And they're like, oh, what's wrong? Oh, Don't nothing, generalize. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, you get right. the short, nothing. Everything's fine. And it's not. <laughs> they're harboring this resentment yeah. and bitterness, and it's just stuffing it down. You're, not, you're never going to fix or grow a relationship doing that. So take a deep breath and take ownership of your feelings and trust Talk about the other it. person and communicate it and right. say, I'm feeling hurt or I'm feeling disappointed or I'm feeling whatever what's going on and learn to let go of these hurts you know you don't keep a log of everything that's and i know we've mentioned this before on go yard but i've known a lot of people through the years that they could tell you what happened you know 15 years to the day and what their ex-husband or whoever did or said and i know some things are very hurtful but it's better to learn to let go you know definitely we need to learn to let go we need to deal with it and let it go because if we don't we're just poisoning ourselves but a lot and of people don't deal with it, doctor. They don't. And that's why we have a lot of the diseases that we have. And it affects um, autoimmune deficiency disorders are really related to stress. And stress is a really related and from the depression and the anxiety that we store inside by stuffing our feelings and harboring unforgiveness and resentment. Those will grow that and it causes our body to kind of go bad from the inside out. Many years ago, I went into this little house in Tampa to list it, and these people were uh, in their low, early 90s, very sweet people. They've been married forever and ever. 
And we walk, went into the kitchen, and she's showing me around, and I'm taking pictures and everything. And she has a big, like right over the place where she does dishes, you know, she has this little plaque, and it says, he who stuffeth, puffeth. And I said to her, wow, that's cute. And she goes, hey, that's why we're still together, because we will not allow each other to stuff. And I thought, here you are, 90 years old, and you are telling me, and it was so cool, that, that that's how they lived their lives. He was stuffeth, puffeth. And that is why they were 90 years old. And <laughs> it's true. And yeah. we have to be able to share those feelings in our relationship. Right. We might need to take a break or a moment to, to figure those feelings out. But we need to put them on the table. And texting our feelings is not ever a good idea. Oh, never, never, never. So if you have a conflict, please do not text. You will make it bigger because, well, there, you know, we've talked about our communication, but Words are 7% of what we communicate, which means you're losing 93% of your communication when you only Whoa, text. Oh, back up, doctor. It's time for the bell. <laughs> and I want you to say that last statistic again that I have never heard. I have never heard that. Really? Yes. Say it again. So words are only 7% of our communication. So when we text, we lose 93% of the other parts of our communication with people, which is why... Hmm. Conflicts usually grow in text because we hmm. don't know if it, how their attitude is. That's why they had to create emoticons to kind of help people figure out right. which, what mood this was being presented in. But it it, it still it doesn't. It, yeah, the best way is good old fashioned face to face. Right, little smiley face may not be no, no. correct actually coming across. <laughs> no, so the best way to resolve or talk about an issue is just the good old fashioned. Let's do this face. Let's talk. Let's talk. Woo, I like that. All right. Uh. They actually have the full breakdown. If you look at there's tons of websites where you can get the full breakdown. Um, 7% is your words. 38% is your tone in your okay. voice. All right. And 55% body language. Not even, not even verbal. 55% is just your body language alone. 55% is body language, okay, and 7% is words. All right, thank you, And then you, the rest Chris. is apparel language, which is your tone and inflection that you use. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, great so, statistic. Thanks so much. That is great. Thank you. Thank you, Chris, for adding that. Boy, he's just being a barrel of help he tonight, is. isn't rocking. he? rocking. <laughs> he is. All right. So it's so important that you communicate live with somebody. Talk to them. Don't just... Uh, try texting, especially when you're hurt and you may, well, it's going to come across wrong. Very much. And when you're on the phone, you're losing the 55% body language. They're there getting you go. your tones and inflections, but now you're missing 55% of your communication. Okay. And when there's a conflict, there's easy, it's easy for things to be misunderstood because there's Absolutely. feelings that are really raw. Right. So the best most effective way is to sit down in a face-to-face -face conversation. Face-to-face. -face. You want to comment on that? Text me right now, 727-417-0707. Do your relationships build you up as a person? Here's one of the questions on your life satisfaction survey. Do your relationships build you up as a person? Do they support you, encourage you, strengthen you, and challenge you? And those are very important things for close relationships to do. And okay. we need to feel supported. Right. And we need to feel encouraged. But we also need to feel challenged. Um, we challenged. Challenged. Ta Explain that. That's being real. Being challenged is when somebody can look at us and be honest and say, hey, this is, you know, whatever. Maybe you need to work on this or this. Or maybe you can go to a higher length and you've set your bar too low. And you're thinking, oh, I hit my max. And someone's like, oh, I see so much more potential. Yeah. Cool. You know, so whatever that challenge may be, it's that honesty that mm -hmm. I love you and care for you enough to tell you something you're not going to like. Right. You know, it's the old fashioned, you know, when you go to the dressing room and you come out <laughs> and you, you always ask, how do I look? And, you know, the person's always like. Oh, you look great. You, you look, look great. great. You look great no matter how awful it really is. And then you wear it and you go to work. And there, there's always going to be somebody. It's usually in my house. It's one of my kids. He'll be like, Mom, that looks terrible on you. You know what? I appreciate that because at least right. I know honestly what somebody's thinking. There you go. So honesty is important. And that challenging is we need to be able to take challenges, too. Okay. Though. We can't tell people to do it for us and then get mad when they do. Right. 
So Okay, so we need to stay in balance. That's why I keep hearing that word. Balance. We talked about it last week again. How about the balance between give and take in a relationship, and what does that mean? Well, very much. That balance, we can't be, if we're always giving, and I just talked to a therapist today about that. So funny you brought it up, because we were talking about a relationship in which our client was just giving, 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 giving. There was no compromise. It was all one-sided. And then she packed up, moved out, and walked out the door one day, and he was like, well, why did she go? Everything was fine. Right. She gave him everything <laughs> she had, and she ran dry. Right. And that's what happens. And they have to be reciprocal. Right. So I need to be able to give to you, and you need to be able to give to me to fill me back up. Right. Um, there's a story that we go ahead. to our kids. We, it's, um, have you filled your bucket today? Ah. And it's a really um, great children's story. We use it with elementary kids on teaching them that that concept of giving and taking emotionally okay. and physically. And meaning that we all start out with a bucket and some people will come and take from our bucket by maybe negative words or maybe just things that we're doing and giving out. We're giving out from our bucket, but okay. we only have so much in a bucket. So if we're not getting it put back in somewhere, we do run dry. Woo. So we need people in our lives that are going to give to us emotionally in particular or support, any, strength or right. whatever. Right. That's good. I like the bucket relationship. Yeah, the yeah, bucket. That's because, good. You know, and there's bucket dippers. Those are the people who just want to take out your bucket all the time. <laughs> and we don't want to be a bucket dipper. Right. And we don't want bucket dippers in our life because they will run you dry. So you want to be the kind of person that is approachable. You want to be the per- kind of person that that pays a compliment to others and is not just sitting around all the time waiting on the compliments to come their way. No, and you know what? And it's it's about giving emotionally. It's about giving with our time and our energies and our yes. efforts. It's a whole rounded giving and taking. It's whole rounded. And how about the person who loves to have a friend that will listen to all everything they have to say? Usually, maybe let's say negative, but when it comes to their friend needing to uh, kind of you know debrief or you know talk and kind of let down their hair or whatever, they don't have time. Well, and that's not, you know, your relationships need to be a mixed balance. And there might be times within a relationship that the balance isn't always there. Maybe someone's going through a crisis and they need to take more than they can give. But it should, over the length of the relationship, balance itself. Right. If it's not. How about uh, taking our phones, leaving them in the car or whatever, and you go out to dinner with your your spouse or your, your significant other and, you know, let them... Get, see the value in that time that you two are spending looking in each other's eyes or talking about whatever's going on in your lives. You know? And that's important. It's important with whomever we're in a relationship with, friends, our kids, our right. family, to give them that quality. Um, there's research out there that talks about teenagers who only get 30 seconds of eye contact from a parent a day on the average. Oh, my. That's oh unacceptable my. to me. 30 seconds of 30 eye seconds contact? for teenage kids between from their parents to them oh my gosh that's that's pathetic that's sad it is and so let's start and serious no wonder we have so many troubled teens we have a lot of issues and a lot of them are relationship a lot of clients yes. that i get they just don't know how to be in a relationship right now right. because they have grown up in this electronic relationship world and that's not relationship. it's not really a relationship yeah False. wow okay this is good mm-hmm. Uh, so how, do your relationships give you the ability to be who you really are? I think that's one of the really important facets of a relationship is giving you that freedom to be you, not right. trying to make you what you're not. Um, you know, they may challenge you to grow, but letting you be you in that process. Um, it's funny because I I have a hard time keeping my feet on the ground. I know it's my flaw. I'm one of these. I want to think I can do everything. And so I try to set really high goals. And I'm just very outgoing. And I'm right. always thinking what I can do, what I can do, what I can do. Because I like doing those things. Right. Exactly. And so I need the people in my life who are going to grab my little feet and put them back on the down and say, <laughs> okay, Angel, it's time. You need a rest. You need, need to take a, a break. Take a break. And they yeah. did. Last weekend, a group of friends took me out of town for the weekend. Oh, wow. 
condo in um, St. That Augustine. is fantastic. Had a wonderful, relaxing weekend. Oh, fantastic. Recharged all my batteries. There you go. But, and that's what I mean. And that those friends give me the freedom to fly. I tell them my, my license plate's free to fly. Right. That's what I need. That freedom to do what I need. But and I do need the balance and friends help with that. Yeah. So. Okay. We've we got a text, a text here. Honesty builds trust, this person says. Lack of honesty will lose. Without trust, you have nothing. Would you agree? I absolutely agree. Trust is the core of a relationship that's worthwhile. Absolutely. And um, a trust takes time to build. And honesty is the core of building trust. If we're, we can't, it's, can't build trust on lies and have it, it's kind of like the false bottom. It will fall out. It'll fall out. Um, and so honesty, no matter what it is, if it's ugly honesty, it's still honesty. So what about the person that uh, has friends or family members that put up masks? And um, you know what I mean by that? Would you define yeah, that, that? That facade of I'm yeah. going to be who you think I need to be right. to please you. It's kind of a people pleasing thing. Right. And we shouldn't have to be in relationships that make us wear a mask or make us not give us the freedom to have other relationships. We need to be able to be who we are, who we, we are. were created to be. So many people wear that mask and they tell you what they want, what you need to hear or they think you need to hear. Yes, they that's do. not honesty. That, that goes back to honesty. this this text that came from this person. That's not honesty when no, when you're not even sure if what they're telling you is really true. Well, and the thing is, is it, it creates unhealthy relationships. And we okay. really want to create the healthy relationships. And I will tell you, I, I've learned very much through the life, through my life to, I love having people in my life, but I will never let them put on a mask for them, take on a mask for them. And, you know, one of the arguments is, well, what do you think people think of you? You know what? Honestly, I don't, don't care. care anymore. No, the older you get, let me tell you, you're not as old as I am, doctor. But I tell you, the older you get, you don't care because you are here. We are here on this earth for such a short time. Let's make the best of it and let's be who we, who God created us to be, and whoever who that are. is. And, you know, and I get it a lot, you know, being a doctor and I'm, I guess I'm supposed to look a certain look and dress a certain dress <laughs> and nobody thinks when they see me because I'm a casual girl and I like to wear my casual me clothes too. and I me love too. to wear my flip flops. Right. And when they see me, most people would never have guessed in a million years that I'm a doctor. Right. And so they're like, well, you need to start dressing in your role. For what? Yeah. It doesn't change the fact that's who I am. Right. Yeah. And that's I'm just casual and I love colorful colors and butterflies and, and that's just me and you have a very colorful <laughs> butterfly top on tonight yes I do and it's very becoming oh, well, there you. you go all right and that was sincere oh well thank you <laughs> I'm taking that so okay so do your relationships here's a question I like this one allow you to share your personal thoughts struggles fears free from judgment and criticism are those the kind of relationships you have and those are the kind we want. We want the ones that we can share our thoughts. And sometimes our thoughts just may be raw. Right. And a raw thought just may be a thought you're having in the moment that you haven't really got the chance to process and see right. if, you really, if it's truly your thought or not. And, you know, so sometimes I'll look at someone, I'll be like, this is raw, meaning yeah. I haven't really processed this yet, but we need to be able to share or I'm afraid of or I'm struggling with and not them looking down at you and going, oh, you're struggling with that, are you? Well... Right. Not like who I thought you were or whatever. When people put us on a pedestal in, in, in my profession as a minister and and uh, your profession in, in counseling, a lot of times we do get that. That does happen. People do put us on a pedestal. And it's really not a comfortable place to be, <laughs> let me tell you, because we're always going to fall off and yes. not meet their expectations of what they think, whoever they are. They think we should handle a certain thing a certain way. You know, and we're humans and humans have flaws and faults and we all yeah. are a part of that um, human race. And yeah. so let's give each, each other the room to to grow. Absolutely. And so going into the room to grow, I want to talk about some personal growth because personal growth is what this show is all about. It's all about that. And learning to hit our home runs in life. And so when we want to grow personally, we have to be able to look. And we talked about the man in the mirror. We need to right. look at those reflections and look in our life and say, hey, is this working for me? And mm -hmm. if it's not, let's look at it. Yeah. 
And if be it willing is, to change. let's do more of it. Right. Let's do more what works and let's do less what's not and be willing to say that honestly, I'm not where I want to be. Right. So I want to start working that way. Yes. That's healthy. And again, I think a journal helps tremendously, doctor, when it... It, journaling do and I know you're stuck on journaling but I don't want everyone to get uh, in the box I'm that not that's stuck the only there thing. but I do feel that that has helped me through the years and it has helped me as well <laughs> so I that's have, why I bring it up from time to time but no it's not the all be all and end all you know but sometimes people can't articulate what they feel but when they have a pen and a paper it somehow comes out better you know and everyone has their way that they can um articulate that and whatever median works for you works yeah, for whatever you. but you're right i understand because journaling has been my my median so so you've enjoyed that too yes yeah. and having those lifetime learning experiences are you joining things that are helping you grow right uh, joining gardening clubs or book clubs or things there that are you expanding go. your mind right. and keeping you fresh or taking you know a lot of community colleges offer classes that you can just take for not credit for just sitting there i guess right. they call it audit. audit i don't think it's very expensive some are even free right and those are great things to help you continually grow so it's good even no matter how old you get to continue to learn new things right very much so and it's good for your mind to keep you sharp very good for your mind our yeah. mind needs to keep making because when you stop using your mind you start start losing those connections so you want to keep those connections right and keeping those connections are keeping your mind thinking and processing absolutely and how, giving it new stuff amen how strong how important is it to um not be somebody's puppet and make your own decisions well that's the the key of being able to personally grow because okay. you can't grow if you're on someone's string you can only right. go where they bring your strings <laughs> okay so we need um to cut our strings and we need to be our individual we need to be flexible and right. i tease and i tell everybody we need to be like little gumbies in our life because okay. life changes things happen we can't predict it right and so we need to be able to adapt to those changes okay um the more somebody can adapt to change the more satisfied satisfied they are with their life right That's instead of complaining about change all the time just adapt and move forward and if you think of it this way it's an opportunity for me to grow because yes. i'm making new experiences new connections i'm keeping my mind going and i'm adapting to something different you're growing right it may be a challenge but it's a challenge that's giving you another muscle right absolutely um Here's one of your questions. Do you have self-discipline and self-motivation to help you work towards your goals continuously trying to learn and do more? That's kind of, we talked about that, but you can we bring that and, up again. Self-discipline is important because if we don't discipline or set a priority, it's not going to happen. Right. These things just don't happen. Right. You're not going to wake up and have a college degree sitting on the end of your bed. That's exactly right. Oh, and think about that. All the years that you've been in school. Very much so. And so, and with that, it's making calculated decisions. Um, right. A lot of people get in the impulse of a decision. They make a quick decision. They don't think about that decision. And it usually doesn't yield very positive results. So right. we need Take to time. think it, process it, and calculate, especially big decisions. And get some advice. You know, be willing to listen to advice and, and see what... Uh, some of your friends or family think about whatever it might the be. The people that, you trust, yeah. The, the people that you trust, right. Um, okay, go ahead. So things like reading. Um, we talked about attending classes, watching motivational, right. educational media. I mean, our cable is blasted these days. Full of stuff. great educational shows and um, from the Home and Garden to the Learning Channel to Discovery Channel. I mean, it's amazing what we can learn and grow. And those are the things that are going to keep our mind going and they're great conversation starters too don't you think when we have expanded our scope our scope of um you yeah. know what we look at like on tv i don't stay on the same channel forever you know no. but i mean switch around there and find out what else is out there so much, you know there's so many cool things out there yeah. and so getting out there and just experiencing you can do it from your house and still be feeding into that that growth of your mind right and, Learning to take risks, 
you know, we talked about calculated decisions, but we do need to take calculated risks in life. I'm not talking about impulsive ones, but we're talking about the calculated risks that it may or may not work out, but hey, it's a learning experience. If right. it doesn't, you learn how not to do it and to take that risk and get out on, I tell everybody, you know, you got to get out on the branches. You yeah. Gotta, you got to get out on Absolutely. the limbs. That limb may fall, but if it doesn't fall, you're going to find that you're you're growing. Because failure is not a bad thing, not right? Not at all. Failure, we learn from that if we if we allow ourselves very much to do that. So we need to get out of our comfort zones. We get stuck in what's comfortable. Right. And it may not be working. Right. So getting out of our comfort zones is very important. And so my biggest thing is, you know, do you take responsibility for your decisions and don't make excuses? Don't wow. project the blame onto somebody else. Take the responsibility for your actions and decisions. Wow. Um, and if you're not content, take responsibility for yourself. Yeah. Take Make responsibility and grow and really uh, work on those interpersonal relationships with others and learn to forgive. Learn forgive, to forgive. Yes. And let it go. Wow. Oh, we are coming down to the end and we always love your feedback and the feedback we've had tonight on this show is great. And we will be here on Christmas Day and New Year's Day for great shows. And I think the topic that we're going to talk about on Christmas Day is really going to help you. So uh, be sure and either tune in or listen to it later on our website. And Dr. Angel, a final thought here, because we've covered a whole lot of stuff on your life satisfaction survey here tonight. I know. We definitely, definitely get through a lot of material in such a short period of time but you know i think the best thing is that i can leave you with is that living the satisfied life comes from within and not from the things that you think it's not going to come from the gifts under your tree or the car in your yard or the mansion or the bank account it's coming from within absolutely great insight wow you can email us uh, during the week if you like and you can do that at goyard2014 at gmail.com. Any questions you might have for the doctor, just send them there and she will be happy to respond, or I will too. Goyard2014 at gmail.com. So if you want to advertise with us, send me a text or you can actually send an email to that address I just gave you, Goyard2014 at gmail or 727-417-0707. And we'll tell you about uh, the opportunity to advertise on this show, Goyard and can't believe we are almost getting ready to start a new year it's been a great show with you again tonight dr angel oh and it's been a great show with you too mama mac all right tune in next week christmas day for a wonderful show that will help you and by the way what's holding you back see you next week good night